So what John is saying is, I'm going to answer this two ways. One, why you shouldn't wait to buy now. Hey, appreciation's up, interest rates are up. Maybe I'll wait till things settle down. If you do that, you're going to be in a worse situation than you are today, right? But here's the thing. If you go ahead and pull the trigger today, you just share with us that if we get an opportunity to say, do a refinance in the fours, which we fully believe is going to be an opportunity down the road, right? I'm not saying tomorrow, but, you know. When, when the R word hits, right? When, if, we, yeah. if we do, I mean, there, there are some indications that, I mean, many experts now predict that in 2023. Don't, we don't say the word. Right. Around it's it. okay. like shank and golf. We're not going to say that. We're not on a <laughs> golf channel right now, but yeah. Welcome to another episode of the Contacts to Contracts podcast. I am Brian Lovell, always here with my amazing co-host, Mr. John Jones. What's up, man? How are you? dude? I'm doing amazing. Hey, I'm glad to see uh, you're back to your uniform. I'm wearing the uh, traditional (laughs) (laughs) blue with the the navy blue. Yes, it makes it easy to get up and get dressed in the morning. I haven't seen you in your uniform in a while. And you, by the way. Really, you're outdoing yourself. You blend in with the backdrop a little bit here, but I mean, this is spot on. I haven't seen this is new. This is new. All right, this is new. Kyle's loving this shirt. He's like, dude, that's going to look horrible against this video. But yeah, yeah. so what do you want to talk about? I think we're talking about housing and in in Florida, but you know, nationwide and the inventory and what it's done over the last two or three years. And you know, if you uh, have been a homeowner, you know, since uh, let's say pre-pandemic. Um, you know, you've been uh, probably enjoying some of the appreciation that you've you've seen over the last you yes. know twenty four thirty six months. Yes. Um, you know, it's 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 at a record pace. I mean, I look back in, in just two years time here, just the start of COVID, we're up nationwide on average about you know thirty thirty five percent, depending Whew. give or take the market that you uh, the state you live in. Yeah. So which I mean, I mean a thirty percent return on your investment is pretty incredible, right? So. Right now, we're this this podcast is going to air in April 2022, where if you have your money in anything right now, you're watching it burn, right? Whether your money is in yeah. the stock market, crypto, whether it's in crypto, <laughs> whether it's in bonds, you know, like you're literally watching it burn right now. But hey, if your money's in real estate, like you know, it's been it's been a great run. You're right? having you're, you're, you're having a lot of yourself. fun. Yeah, you're paying yeah. you're paying down your debt and you and you're and you're double dipping, getting the appreciation. So, you know, hopefully you own at least one property and, and maybe more. Um, a lot of investors the last couple of years trying to get into the market with some of the programs, products that we've, you know, the industry's rolled out to make, give, give them that opportunity. Um, you know, but I, you know, let's just segue into what, what do you do if you don't own a home today? What's the strategy? So you're, you're saying your strategy is like, hey, it's tough out there. Like um, inventory is crazy low. We're right now. We're seeing rates and increase at a rate as fast as I remember. Yeah. So we're and I, and we're, we're up the, first, we're up the last sixty days. We're up about a point and a half on rates. So you know, fast track. We we hit a low point during COVID. We were down in the you know mid low twos. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, thirty year fixed. Everybody, yep. if you hadn't um, you know bought at that time, you certainly probably refinanced if you were eligible. Yep. Um, and, and today, you know, fast track. While appreciation's been a great thing. Um, you know, rates are now, if you're looking as a buyer to get into the market, you're looking in the, we've crossed 5%, you know, we're in the, yes. you know, five in, in the fives Five-ish. and, um, you know, for a lot of people in our industry, right. Uh, fives, like there, there's probably a third of the people in our industry that never sold in the fives. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, yeah, so uh, you, you, uh, get, you can see the, the, a little bit of uns, unsettling uh, in the chat groups, you know, Facebook yeah. groups, like, 
you know, a little doom and gloom. And how do you get excited about this market with, like you said, uh, really like the tightest inventory I can ever remember. And I've been doing this 25 years. Yeah, you've been doing a lot longer. So here's what we're going to do, John. John, We're going to get into some real live examples. Okay. And then here, let's do this, John, because like, you know, listen, our goal is to add massive value to people, right? So how about if you and I gave some loan officers out there some tips and some tricks and maybe to the real estate agents, too, about some things that they could do to still be successful in this here market. Would we call that a win? That would be a win. I like it. Okay. So fire us up, dude. So uh, other than we can't get out there and build build homes, what are some strategies to, to help get deals across the finish line? And you and I had somebody on recently talking about, you know, how to get, you know, first of all, there's multiple offers still in most markets. And if you are uh, presenting an offer, um, a realtor presenting with financing, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of those people get, you know, kind of put down yes. down the line a little bit. You yes. know, they're looking at usually two or three cash offers. Mm-hmm. But we we talked about a program called Ribbon. And yep. you know, there's something else out there called Easy Knock. And I'm sure there's yep. a few others. There's a few others that are popping up. Yeah. So let me start with this. Let, let me give some I want to I want to give some encouragement to the buyers that are out there. Right. Because right now as a buyer, you're looking at this going, dude, I am freaking tired of looking at houses of every weekend. I'm tired. My offer is not getting accepted only because I'm tired of financing. Yeah. I'm tired of interest rates going up on me. Here's the deal, man. You've got to stick with it. You've got to stick with it. I promise you, if you don't, you're going to be in a worse place down the road than you are right now. Right. John, just share with you. We've had almost 30 percent appreciation in two years. With inventory as low as it is, that's not going to slow down anytime soon. It, it, yeah, I mean, the prediction is we probably have, as many of the experts predict, with the uh, you know, um, inventory so low, it's probably five years before we, you know, even if we build homes at a record pace, before yeah. we would catch up with the uh, demand that's yeah. out there. Yeah, so, so the first thing I'd say is, hey, stay in the game. Yes, we know that interest rates are in the fives. By the way, that's not horrible. I think I wrote my very first mortgage in 2007. It was 7%, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So they're not horrible. But here's what I will also tell you is there's a lot of factors that are driving interest rates where they are right now, right? We've got, like today, we came out with the highest inflation we've had in 40 years in our country. There's the war going on in the Ukraine, right? right? And there's some other factors. At some point... There's going to be a reversal on that, and interest sure. rates are going to come down. So what I want, Mr. and Mrs. On, on many things, we, yes. we hope. I mean, I don't think there's anything that's costing you less today no, than, it, than a year ago. No, than it was. So, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Homeowner, listen, go ahead and buy the house. I know you've got sticker shock, but you are going to get an opportunity to refinance this house down the road. You're going to have plenty of equity to do it, and you're going to lower your payment probably pretty significantly when interest rates do come down. So... Don't panic. This is just a temporary payment for this house. But the other thing I would tell you is, especially if you're a first-time home buyer, or maybe in that millennial age group, maybe it's not your first home. Here's a, I just I was just helping a young couple today um, with a mortgage, and like I looked at their mortgage payment, and and um, it like it shocked me Surprised a, a little bit, right? Yeah. I was like, dang, and and I thought to myself, the reason I'm saying dang is because like my mortgage payment is like. 1800 bucks, right? But I've had my mortgage 15 plus years, you know, over 15 yeah. years, right? And so the 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 blessing or the benefit for that person is that hey, 15 years from now, your payment having not ever gone up basically except maybe an increase in insurance or, in tax or, or taxes, yeah. 
like you're going to be better off on your pursuit of wealth, right? Because your home is one of the, your greatest centers of your wealth. So by the way, the example I'm giving is that these folks buying a home today, they're buying a home that is worth as much as my end is today. And I'm going to pay monthly almost half of what they're paying. Right. You have that to look forward to someday, right? Because my guess is if you're buying young, you're going to have an opportunity to increase your income, right, as you grow your career. Sure. And that gap between your housing payment and your— Starts to widen. Yeah, yeah. and your, your gross revenue starts to widen a little bit. So don't fret about it. Okay. And some strategies, again, talking about back to, you know, um, easy knock— um, yeah. So, you know, I think there's there's a couple of strategies. To, make, start- to make your deal, essentially, yeah. you know, to, to make it like ribbon, to make your deal cash. Yeah. So a home seller out there knows one of the programs, and we've just done a recent podcast on that, that if you are financing and you're putting 3% down or 35 you might be an FHA first-time home buyer, mm-hmm. that you can guarantee a closing day to a seller, to a, sell- a listing agent, that regardless of the financing, if we can't get the financing through on the 31st, Ribbon or Easy Knock or another vendor like that can step in and make that deal a, a cash transaction. Sure. So you're not, you know, you're not necessarily going to lose. It's a, it's a better chance for you yes. to have success bidding on some of these homes. And, and I think one of the values in that product right now, regardless, let's let's say financing does happen on time, the value that it did give you is it allowed you to make a cash offer on a home. Correct. Right. right. It is is what really that. Yeah. Ribbon I mean, and, does. and being competitive. Let's face it. If, I mean, if I'm a yeah. home seller. And I'm looking at two deals. I mean, I may have a cash offer at two ninety five. Mm-hmm. I may have financing that is the, the buyer is perfectly qualified at three hundred, three oh five. But I yep. may say, you know what? I, I, I don't want to mess with a problem with financing thirty mm-hmm. days, forty five days from now. I'm going to go ahead and just take the cash deal. Yes, net a little bit less, but I know it's going to close in two or three weeks, and the deal's done. Yes, yeah. I, I think another thing, like flipping, and then we'll talk a little bit about maybe another program. I think we, we got to stop putting 20% down on homes. Yeah. Right. I, I, th- 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 those days are over. And I know, well, well, Brian, how do we eliminate mortgage insurance? Well, I mean, right now you could do upfront. Pretty MI. darn, yeah, and yeah. Pretty darn quick, by the way, yeah. with property values increasing. Yes. So well, that would be a couple one thing. Of years. Yeah. That would be one thing is property values increasing. But, you know, here's the reason I'm saying don't put 20% down. If you're a conventional buyer, put 5% down. If you've got great credit, ask about upfront MI because you might be able to buy out the MI for mm-hmm. one and a half, maybe two points. So now instead of putting 20% down to eliminate MI, you're putting maybe 7% down to eliminate the MI. And use that extra cash for your bid over ask situation. Sure. Right? Yep. Because almost every homeowner today, or almost every Restrict. buyer today, is in a position where they're having to bid over the asking price to win the deal. And yep. that's a strategy that could help you do it. Yep. So, what do we got next? You want to dive into where, with the increase in rates, what that looks like for the consumer yeah. Yeah. a little bit? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. All right, you got so, some stats. So, so we'll dive in and just talking about, let's say we'll go 30% on home appreciation. If we look back, uh, you, say you bought a home two years ago and you were fortunate enough to lock in a rate at, at 2.5%. I'll just share some numbers. Um, you know, you, your purchase price at $300,000. Um, you put 20% down in this case. You borrowed two forty. dollars A rate at 2.5%. Your principal and interest is nine fifty. dollars 
right? We'll throw out taxes based on our millage rate here in, in the Pinellas sure. County, Hillsborough area. Taxes with Homestead, probably about 300 a month. Insurance, you know, just best guesstimates from two years ago, about 1500 a year, about a buck 25. So you're looking at maybe 1350 to 1400 a month PITI, right? Yep. That's two for, years for ago. For a $300,000 home purchase. Correct. Okay. All right. So n- now you're looking, you know, fast forward today, two years. Um, you know, what does that look like for, for the consumer? Well, value is up about 30, 33% on average here in Florida. That $300,000 home is close to four hundred. Okay. So now we're looking to jump into that home. And now we're going to put, again, 20% down. We're going to finance three Let's just throw out like, you know, mid fives on an interest rate, a 30-year fixed rate. That PI payment jumps from nine fifty to eighteen twenty. All right. So you're telling me that the cost of waiting... Two years to buy a home what we've is been talking almost about. double payment. Almost doubled with what ha- what has happened to rates. Okay. You know, wow. but, but before we panic on that, <laughs> right? We do we do believe that rates at like we just touched on, you know, at some point in the next year, two or three, that we'll see some easing of interest rates. Yes. And an opportunity, you know, to get into the asset, into the home today at mm-hmm. today's value rather than, you know, wait a year or two down the yeah. road where prices are up another, you know, 10, 15, 20%. Yeah. So, and again, it's not just the PI on that, on that property, but just the increased in value alone means what else goes up? A- increased your, your taxes. Ta- on your taxes home, yeah. go up. So the taxes on that same home go up to 435. And again, the important part about getting, at least in Florida and many states, is the protection you have on taxes increasing mm-hmm. from year over year. In Florida, we're at 3% on a primary due to homestead exemption. Mm-hmm. So if you wait two or three years, Right, you're missing that opportunity to lock that that appreciation tax rate, you know, at a at a lower level. Yeah. Um, insurance, you know, we've we've got some issues here in Florida. Dude, we've, mine, had, we've, mine we've done up, it. Mine went up double. Yeah. By the way, well, I just had to have another four point because mine's about to try to double. <laughs> so I had a guy out to the house last week and uh, knock knock. I'm waiting on that inspection and hopefully it it, get, it gives me some relief. But uh, but again, so insurance will say it's up to 190. The same house, right? Mm-hmm. Two years later, it's costing you, you know, another thousand eleven hundred dollars a month. You know, so you go from PITI of about fourteen hundred to about twenty four, twenty five hundred. Wow! So that that last scenario you gave is same house, but two years later, with with today's interest rates, today's rates that say two and a half, three percent higher. Yeah. So wow. So your payment went up eleven hundred bucks all in PITI. Correct. Wow, yeah. that's pretty significant. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, again, we believe that it's still a great time and opportunity to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all indication is that we're going to go another five years with appreciation. So get in today yeah. and look down the road. Like I made some notes here. If, if let's say rates drop, you know, a year from now and they're at 4%, you refinance that same property and your payment goes down 400 on the same house. Yeah. So it's not going to take, you know, a little bit of a swing back in the direction where we were coming from you know, down the road is going to, you know, lower that payment for you. So I think that's worth noting. You just made a great point that a lot of people might miss. So what John is saying is, I'm going to answer this two ways. One, why you shouldn't wait to buy now, right? Mm -hmm. Because like, again, people, I said at the beginning, like, hey, appreciation's up, interest rates are up. Maybe I'll wait till things settle down. If you do that, you're going to be in a worse situation than you are today, right? But here's the thing. If you go ahead and pull the trigger today, you just share with us that if we get an opportunity to say, do a refinance in the fours, which we fully believe is going to be an opportunity down the road, right? I'm not saying tomorrow, but, you know, 
when, we'll, when the R word hits, right? When, if, we, yeah. if we do, I mean, there, there are some indications that, I mean, many experts now predict that in 2023. Don't, we don't it, say the word. Right. Right. It's okay. like shank and golf. We're not going to say that. We're not on a golf <laughs> channel right now. But yeah, don't say the R word. But, you know, I mean, again, the consumer, uh, you know, it's record inflation. It depends on how the Fed eases us. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens the rest of this year. So, so you're saying your payment would change P-I-T-I. Almost four hundred dollars a month. You'd, you'd just save. dropping from five and a half to four yep. percent. Yeah, and that's yeah. great. And by the way, if you, if you bought two with mortgage insurance, when you refinance it, you'll be able to drop that. PMI. So now maybe you saved over five hundred dollars. Yeah, a month. Right. It's a smart move. Right. It's a smart move. Don't wait. And, and so, like, hey, listen, if you're a loan officer or a real estate agent in the market right now. Like th- these are the conversations that you need to be having with your buyers. Sure. Right. Cause we're, we're at a time in our profession where we've got to be more professionals than we've ever been. Like we're just not taking orders like this is Sears or Burger King. Right. right. We we've got to help. We're Come helping some people. strategies, yeah. different options and explain the, you know, the pros and cons, you know, the, you know, the consumer <clears throat> out there. And I think, you know, you get misleading statistics right now that drives me nuts. Um, when they talk about, you know, we're we're in a crash. Um, You know, I read somewhere that I saw an article misrepresenting that we're in a crash, even though property values are going to go up, the number of potential units closed might drop slightly in certain markets. Mm -hmm. So it's misleading to the consumer. They they hear like, hey, you know, it's going to drop 10% in my my local market, right? Home sales, Mm -hmm. meaning in units. Meanwhile, the values of the, those same properties are still going up five or ten percent. That's all that matters. Yeah. Whether one home sells or a thousand, right? It's the appreciation yeah. you're, you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. What other thoughts do we have? What do we? What do you got, Brian? Yeah. I so I just you know you ask me what other thoughts are just to expand on a thought. You know, as as loan originators we help people create quite possibly the largest debt of their entire life. Sure. Right. And that's not something you should take lightly. So why aren't you having conversation? And and many of you maybe are, but these are the types of conversations that you should be having with your buyers, right? That by the way, is just going to add credibility to what you're doing. I think it's going to make them more sticky when it comes time to refinance, you're going to remember, hey, Brian told me this, John told me this, mm-hmm. whoever told me this, and hey, you know, maybe it's my time not now, right? You, you got to start planting those seeds. Um, but, you know, I think too, like we've talked a lot about, you know, even where rates are at right now, we're still seeing a lot of cash out refinances, right? By yep. the way, people aren't taking cash out refinances today to go on vacations. They're taking out cash out refinances today to pay off high interest credit cards, yep. maybe pay off of a, maybe a card. Most of them, a lot of them are doing home remodels, you know, right now or home improvements, putting roofs on house, new air conditioning, you know, stuff like that. And so, <clears throat> again, we can't go into it with the mindset that why would this person want to refinance out of their 3% rate into a cash out in the fives? Like, don't put your value of money on other people. You need to show them what the opportunities are with the wealth in their home and help them make the decision that's best for them and their families, regardless of whether that's the best decision for you. Mm-hmm. Right? Agreed. And I think from the real estate side of it, if I'm a real estate agent, as I'm sitting down doing a buyer's consultation with a buyer, these are the types of conversations that I'm having as well. 
You, you know, hey, this is where home appreciation was. This is where home appreciation is. Yes, home affordability has changed because of the rise in interest rates, but you're going to get an opportunity to mm-hmm. uh, refinance that down the road and probably drop the PMI, PMI the private right. mortgage insurance. So again, I think let's be professionals in the market that we're in and help our buyers and our borrowers with some of these conversations so that they know that they're making the decisions that are best for their family. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you're having a lot of people right now with, with the inventory shortage, right, wanting to make home improvements, right, to your point. If you've locked in, let's say you're one of those borrowers that locked in two years ago at 2.5%, you're like, mm, does this make sense for me to go to 5.5% mm-hmm. to do some home improvements? It, uh, it may, it may not. I mean, you may look at the equity in your home um, based on what you're trying to do or accomplish. Keep the first mortgage at 2.5%, do some type of cash out home equity line of mm-hmm. credit that's going to allow you to make those, those uh, upgrades to your yes. home um, if you're able to do that and get that done. And then wait a year or two and then combine those two together into a lower interest rate. Mm-hmm. You know, home equity line, remember that's going to be adjustable typically, yep. you know, month to month. And it's going to be tied to prime right. in a lot of cases. Yep. And we know what the Fed's outlook mm-hmm. is for 2022, yep. right? Rates are going to probably go up another six, seven times throughout the year. Yep. Um, certainly an easy, quick fix. The rates are going to be attractive the first 12 months, right? You've yep. got good low interest rate offers. And then 18 months, 24 months from now, go ahead and lock in at a little bit lower rate yeah. that we predict coming yeah. down. Hey, another thing we were talking about, tools, right? So where, where we're at, um, we have a lock and shop program, right? And so, again, loan officer and agent alike, this is a great tool. And, again, it's, it's, your, it's just your job to present your customers with opportunities if you counsel them why this is good and why this might not be good for you and let them make decisions, that's that's their decision to make. But yeah. it's your job to show them all of their options. But you said at the beginning of this podcast that rates had gone out up how much in 60 days? About a point and a half. Okay. So on a so lock I know and where sh- you're going with so this. So on yeah. a lock and shop, if you would have locked them with a lock and shop, which to give clarity, a lock and shop allows us to lock your rate today even though you don't have a property. Right. You're not under contract yet. Okay. Now it's a 90 day rate. So it's a little bit higher of a rate than a 30 day price. About a quarter percent on average. Okay. But if you'd have locked somebody two months ago, you'd be offering them a much better rate today than they will get in the market anytime soon. Correct. They would be absolutely thrilled with you. And we don't know what where the direction of interest rates are going, right? Right now, all of the economic indicators say that they're just going to continue to go up. Correct. So, you know, at least have the conversation and let your buyers and borrowers make the decisions that are best for them. Yeah, 100% right? agree. Yeah. Right. Yep. Good tip. Good pro tip there. All right. Well, hey, hey, listen, hopefully you took away some good tips and tricks from the conversation John and I are having right now about um, really the state of home affordability. Um, We specifically talk about Florida, but a lot of these numbers, they correlate uh, nationwide. Hopefully you took some tips and tricks that you can take to your buyers and your borrowers, whether you're a real estate agent or a loan originator. What John and I want you to know is that if there's anything that we can do, we're here to serve. So thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Contacts to Contracts podcast. We out. We out. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.